step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. The UW Stout Blue Devils Radio Show on News Talk WMEQ. Time on the play clock. He awaits the snap, takes it. Here comes the pressure from Platteville. Pump fakes. Oh, he's got Hamer downfield trying to catch him in stride. Catch made at the 50, to the 40, to the 30, and he's gone! Touchdown, Devils! 83 yards on the play, and the Devils take back a two-score lead. Oswald with it into the front court, up to Watkins on the right wing. They want to feed Fabek. Instead, Watkins puts it on the deck. She takes it to the bucket. No good. Fabek with a tip. She gets the board. Put back. It's good. 76-73 Stout. Double team. Kicks it to Patrick in the left corner. Two on the shot clock. Three. Swish! 83-78 Stout lead. Your home for UW Stout Blue Devil Sports is News Talk WMEQ. And we welcome you in here to Blue Devils Live from Stout Ale House. We come to you uh, here on a uh, Thursday afternoon, our second Thursday of the month. We'll be airing the show tonight at 6 o'clock on News Talk WMEQ as we get to talk with uh, some of the coaches and players from the UW Stout Athletics Program. Uh, we will are joined first here by UW Stout hockey head coach Terry Watkins. Uh, we'll be talking with him, and uh, we'll be going over plenty of uh, uh, big matchups as well from last night, a huge win for the men's basketball team, which is uh, out at Stout Ale House here today. So a uh, round of applause for a big win on the War on 94, a, uh, con- an 82-79 uh, kind of a nail-biter win, if you will, but a big win at Zorn Arena last night. We'll have Coach Lake on uh, to talk about that. A couple of announcements coming up for you as well for those who are here and those who are listening uh, this weekend on Saturday due to our uh, coverage of the Minnesota Vikings in the uh, NFL playoffs. The uh, women's basketball game on Saturday, 245, is going to air on our sister station, Classic Rock 92.1. So uh, make sure you make the change. You can always listen to that on the iHeartRadio app. I'll uh, mention that a few more times. Again, a special thanks to Stout Ale House for hosting us and Bob and C's VP Amico Shops for sponsoring our show as well. And uh, again, joined by Terry Watkins here from uh, the men's hockey program. And uh, appreciate you taking the time with us, Coach. Let's uh, talk a little bit about the season so far and uh, uh, where you're at at this point in the season. I know it's always kind of one of those weird things. It's not like a, a, a basketball season where you see, you know, January and February is all conference play. You still, of course, in the WIAC have to kind of mix that up. So uh, you see those games come here and there, but you've got some big games coming up against uh, Bethel and uh, Hamlin, I believe, as well this weekend. And uh, again, you kind of mix those in. How, how's the season gone so far? Uh, decent, not great. Uh, we have, like you said, we have interlocks with the two, uh, the two leagues on either side of us, and we're still, uh, this weekend, we're uh, just about finishing up with the Mayak interlock. We've got Bethel and Hamlin, and then we've got uh, River next Tuesday night, and then we have St. Olaf and St. Mary's, and then we finish the season with uh, all-conference games. So we're 3-3 three and three in the conference. We're two points out of second, and uh, playing okay. Not great, but okay. We've got a young team. Uh, and it's uh, we're, we're playing better. We uh, 
slow starts each night. We're kind of digging ourselves a hole, and then we're kind of crawling out of the hole late in each game, and, and uh, the kids don't quit, so we're, uh, we're looking for a good second half. I talk about this with basketball, you know, over the uh, course of the break and, and those kind of things, but your break has been a long one since your last game as well before you play Bethel here. How do you keep your guys engaged and focused, uh, you know, going into this next game with that long layoff? Well, it's, it's actually a great layoff, I think. We, um, we start as soon as we get to school. The kids are lifting. Uh, they're, they're skating two or three nights a week and you know so you start in September and uh, I found over time that it's you take a week week and a half ten days off it's a lot better than three or four or five days off and we've got a lot of kids the Russian kids Swedes Finns uh, kids from Quebec kids from Alberta uh, kids get to go home you know fly home for Christmas and uh, it works out really well and with a little bit longer break Everybody seems to come back a day or two early and wants to get on the ice, and so it's uh, a little more energy, and I think it's, uh, it's worked out well for us the last several years. I, I think that would have to be a part of the, the coaching process as well, getting all those guys to gel and all the, you know, the, the junior teams that they played on and all that kind of stuff, getting them to come together as a team. That's got to be, I would assume, one of the big challenges as a coach. Yeah, it's, it's, it's different. If somebody would have told me 15 years ago I'd have Russians and Swedes and Finns and kids from Alberta, Alaska, and Quebec, uh, I would have said you're nuts, but it's, uh, it actually is really a lot of fun to see how they, the different cultures uh, blend together and kids go home with other kids and uh, to different countries and things like that. So it's, uh, it's really pretty fun. Really uh, is, and, and you kind of said it. You know, those many years ago, not knowing that. I mean, you've been coaching now for I think 24 years, as it is. Yeah, 30, for, 35, 30, 30, 35 again. But I mean, you, you've seen kind of that evolution. We were talking here before the show started a little bit about juniors and how that's kind of developed and that. How how do you kind of go and, and recruit with the juniors and all that kind of? How does all that kind of work from a, from a head coaching perspective? There's, there's basically five junior levels uh, in the country, and there's uh, several hundred junior teams. All of those games are televised. And we look at typically the top three levels. And so tonight I'll probably watch two or three games. My assistant will watch two or three games that were maybe played this last weekend or, or even tonight. And we can watch something that's played in Quebec, okay, early tonight. We can watch something played in the central time zone. And then if we want to stay up late, we can watch something being played in British Columbia wow. or Alberta. So we watch a lot. A lot of it is... Uh, is on uh, the TV, and if we like what we see, then we try to get out and see them when they get into this area. I know that's uh, an interesting part of it, and uh, we, I was just talking to you too. I know you're heading to play Bethel here uh, coming up tomorrow, Friday night, and uh, uh, they play at that National Sports Center, and I was there over the, the break to watch Eau Claire North uh, a high school hockey play. I think they had a, a Chinese uh, women's national team training there. I mean, the, the international aspect of it, I think, is really something interesting, and, and one of those were too. I mean, you guys are trying to, to, to get people whenever you can see them, wherever you can. I know that's, yeah. a, that, that, that's a way you go out and recruit, just trying to find those events where you have the, the top talent. Yeah, and there was at, at the same rink uh, over Christmas, there was uh, 38 junior teams from across the country. They played a huge tournament. Everybody played four games. And so we spent uh, from about 7 in the morning to about 11 at yeah. night, three days watching that. So it was pretty fun. Yeah, pretty neat there as well. And, and I know you get kind of into this part of the season. You talk about this weekend as well. You have River Falls coming up. You got a real nice win against River Falls right before the break uh, on the road, which uh, a big win for the program. I got to imagine that was a big confidence booster. I, I know a loss the next night, but still, that win's got to got to do a lot for your team. Yeah, it was fun. We go over to River, and they've got a beautiful rink, and we uh, we jumped on them and played pretty well. And then the next night, they came into our barn, and eight minutes into the game, we're down three nothing. And it was, uh, we played great on Friday and, and just laid an egg on Saturday and got it back to 3-2 and just couldn't score in the third. But uh, 
we've uh, biggest thing is we've got to be more consistent, and our starts have got to be better. We uh, we're being outscored in the first period, 20 to five, and when you look at that, you're behind from the get-go, and uh, that gets a little tiring every night coming from behind. So that's been our focus the last uh, this last week is. Let's, let's come out and get a lead and let's, let's play with the lead. We don't quit. That's the one thing about these kids is in the third period, we're in really good shape. We, we pound and grind, but when you're down by three or four, uh, it's, it's tough to come back. As you've seen kind of the evolution of the WIAC and, and Division Three hockey as well, has that been part of it, the physicality that's kind of picked up over the years? Yeah, the WIAC is without question the best Division Three league in the country. We've had, if you go back 20 years, we've had, I, I think it's 16 of the 20 years, we've had at least one or two teams in the Final Four. Uh, and it's a, it's a blue-collar league compared to the MIAC, if you will, or the NCHA. It's a little bigger kids, a little bigger bodies, a little more banging. Uh, and it's fun. I mean, it's it's a battle every night. Uh, you, you talk about kind of the goal and, you know, getting into the WIAC tournament, I'm sure, is there and, and, and that sort of thing. Is it just more of a sort of one game at a time? I mean, as you refocus guys out of that break, you're looking at that, I'm assuming, more than more than kind of the end of the season goal at this point. Well, you know, you, everybody gets into playoffs. One and two get a bye, which is really huge. At the end of the season, you get a week off. And uh, we'd like to finish one or two. I'm not sure that's going to be in the cards this year, but... Uh, if we can finish, uh, you know, three or four, we get home ice. You play uh, two games in a mini, and then you move on to the next series is two games in a mini game, and then the final is uh, one game. So uh, I'd like to host. I think we're I think we're good enough to host. So we'll see how it goes. You mentioned uh, the next home game coming up on Saturday against Hamlin. Uh, that one brought to you by uh, Halverson Brothers Heating and Plumbing. And uh, again, that'll be a seven o'clock. Uh, puck drop uh, over at the Panetti Sports Center and uh, yeah, it should be uh, a lot of fun uh, again, we uh, look forward to it and we appreciate you taking some time with us here at the Stout Ale House and uh, enjoying, uh, you know, enjoying some lunch Got it. Thank you very I much. appreciate it. You Terry bet. Watkins here head coach of the uh, men's hockey program appreciate him coming on the air and uh, we will have more uh, of the Blue Devils Live radio show coming up right after this Whether you call Western Wisconsin home or you're just traveling through Western Wisconsin, you can count on Bob and Steve's BP Amico to keep you going. Quality fuel and fresh food at each and every store. Locally owned by people who care. Bob and Steve's BP Amicos are waiting to serve you and Western Wisconsin. Bob and Steve's BP Amico Shops. Enjoy the Stout Ale House and Broadway Bowl. They offer a full menu with great daily specials featuring the Super Lunch Special. Buy one burger and get the second one half price. Nightly bowling specials. Family fun at the Stout Ale House, a proud sponsor of high school sports. We're back on Blue Devils Live. Check out previous UW-Stout Blue Devils games, interviews, and highlights at our iHeartRadio podcast channel. Download the iHeartRadio app and search UW-Stout. Back in here on Blue Devils Live at the Stout Ale House. Again, a, a special thanks to Stout Ale House for hosting us here. Uh, noon to one, we'll be uh, out here as well next month uh, in February to bring you the show as well. I believe that will be a, a noon start uh, as well on the 13th of February. We'll be uh, rounding out the uh, basketball season, at least a regular season in the WIAC just around that point. And we are joined now by head women's basketball coach Hannah Iverson uh, joining us here as well. And uh, I know it's always tough to talk uh, not 
a day after a, a loss. I know it was a tough one there at Zorn Arena last night. But the team, 10-3. and three. We talked about it last night in the pregame show. Big win against Platteville uh, on Saturday. And, and now it's a matter of uh, kind of refocusing after the uh, Eau Claire game. And I thought last night, you know, it, it seemed like you and, and Coach England on the, on the Blue Gold side, it, it was a... It was like next-level chess, what you guys were doing. I mean, it was, it was uh, you know, I mean, you know, the chess, uh, the grandmasters as they were. I mean, just putting pieces in and out, and it seemed like the counterpunches in that. It was a low-scoring game in the end. I think that was a lot because there were a lot of matchups that both of you were trying to get. It seemed like one of those really kind of uh, high-level type of games and try to, in terms of matchups. Yeah, it was. And, I mean, they play a different, you know, they play a different lineup than we're used to. So they play two bigs at a lot of time, and, they, and honestly, they play three. Uh, Hepner, who played a four for him last year, play, can play a two through five, and it's it's a tough matchup when you got three big kids in there. Um, we got a bunch of five six kids, so uh, we're trying to find good matchups for them and put them in a situation to be successful. So I think that's, you know, it's a ebb and flow a little bit because you can have three bigs in, but then your three bigs got a guard on the other end, and the same thing with us. We can have guards in, but we got to be able to guard down low. And um, so yeah, it was a little bit of the matchup game there, and and I think a lot of it for us and just in terms of going from Platteville to the Eau Claire game, too, it just comes down to consistency, like T-Dubs was saying with his squad. You know, it's, I think it's so much about what sports is, is what product are you bringing every single night? Um, and not even to the game, every single night in practice, every single, to the weight room, to everything. It's just, and, and it all carries over. We didn't have two great days of practice before Eau Claire. We had two great days of practice before Platteville, and, uh, and those things carried over and uh, kind of showed themselves at different points in the game. Yeah, you know, I thought, too, you know, early on, I mean, you hit eight threes in the first half, yeah. and, and you could tell what the uh, what the strategy was for, for you. You knew that they were going to play that zone, they were mm-hmm. going to pack it in, and you knew that your team could hit those threes, and they yeah. did. They start to extend out a little bit, and then it's a matter of, you know, who can get what they can get underneath, and, and that was where right. that size advantage took over. But overall, I, I would say there's some good signs in terms of your the team's shooting ability and the confidence from beyond the arc to make that many threes. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, any where and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus yeah and especially you know working into a game like oshkosh i mean oshkosh runs the same type of pack they're man-to-man they want to sink into the paint and it's what they've done to us did to us the last two times we played them they kind of packed it in tried to contain our drive kids last year and um, did a pretty good job of it and we weren't able to knock down a ton of open threes and i think that's the thing that we've kind of you know, had a nice little shift here in the last few games as we've we've knocked down some open shots. Um, and and the reason we knocked down open shots is not because all of a sudden we're great shooters. They're just good. Op- they're good open shots now, rather than forced quick threes early in the shot clock. They're inside out threes. They're skip threes. They're threes where your feet are set and it's a good look in our offense. Um, and so I think this was a good game for us moving into Oshkosh in terms of our ability to be able to play outside and, and still have to pound the ball in. Oshkosh is going to play in the opposite five guards a lot of times and so we have to be able to go at the rim and be able to score in the paint which is what we you know we're trying to do against a team like Eau Claire but they've got three really good bigs down there and so it made it kind of tough I, I thought what we saw last night too is you know that the game obviously isn't played on paper if you played it on paper we thought all right you know stout women's team gonna go and get a win didn't happen men's team maybe you know the, the blue golds would win that game men came back out and mm-hmm. won I mean this is a from both the men's and the women's side I mean this is a there's no, there's. We say it every year, and yeah. I know it sounds cliche, but there is just no easy out 
in this conference this year, is there? There's not. And I think that's it's an awesome thing to be a part of. I mean, our guys got that win, and they fought tooth and nail for it. They weren't giving that thing up until, you know, the end of the night. And that's a huge win for them against a good team. And I think every single night it, it looks like that, even if on paper, like you said, it looks like it should go one way. I mean, down to Platteville, I mean, they're – ranked nationally and you would come out and play the way you do and you could you could handle some teams and take care of some business and then the next time you play them it's a different story um i think paper goes out the window when you start why i play um and it comes down to who's going to be consistent and who's going to put the right product on the floor well i know you were up at the stands as well for uh, the men's game and uh, in particular the one that that, re- that i can think of is a tyrese alexander jam uh, near the end of that one i looked back toward the oh, women's yeah. team and everybody was out of the seat that was that that was uh, they were pretty pumped up they were them. i don't think it was just the women's seat i think it was almost everybody i saw some of the eau claire people being like all right i got respect for that you well, know and i think it was a big moment and that's those energy plays that you feel off and your team feels off yeah. and their bench was into it the whole game and i think that just it gets people excited uh, and, and again, I know your, your bench is always into the game. You, you, I think you talked with me before the Platteville game about creating what you called authentic energy mm-hmm. uh, on the bench, and you could feel it from the men's team last yeah. night. And, and, and that's one of those that's tough, especially on the road, to it be is. able to create that kind of energy, and I'm sure something that your team will learn from from last night too. Yeah, I agree. And it's tough to create when things aren't going your way. Yeah. It's really easy to create when you're getting dunks like that or when you're hitting open threes in the beginning of the game and things like that, but it's, it's who's going to – you know, make that genuine energy when it's, you know, we need it when you need it the most and when we're not getting stops or when they're getting a score and things like that. And I think those were some of the areas too where we kind of faltered in last night. I, you know, I, I think of your team as a team that can have, basically in the starting lineup, a team that has, they can play five out if you want to, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you can play and, and have five players that hit threes. But when you look at the stats, you think, okay, of, all, of everybody, maybe Emily Jaquiz, she's not the one who's going to hit threes. She hit two last night. She oh, had yeah. two her entire career going yeah. into last night's game. What, what has she done to work on her uh, on, on her shot? Yeah, she can shoot the ball very well, yeah. and she does it in practice. And I, I mean, we, we do a um, three-point shooting drill. We shoot 53 and she's gotten I think her high is 40 or 41 and out of 53 pointers that's a really hard thing to do for some, for Liz Oswald yeah. who's a great three-point yeah. shooter for us and so she can do it a lot of it is just shifting your focus when you master a craft or you know work towards mastering a craft to be able to carry it out and when the lights are on mm-hmm. um, and so I think a lot of it for her was just the mental like do I have the green light can I shoot this is this a thing I can do and now I think she's gaining some of that confidence and um, she is able to knock down those open shots. Oh, you hear the, you hear that about uh, free throw shooters yeah. a lot of times too. You know that then in practice they'll shoot seventy yeah. percent, then they get in the game and all of a sudden they're shooting forty yeah. percent. And it, it, that translation from from practice to game can be yeah. it can be tough for players sometimes. It is, and I think that's where the mental side of the game comes in. That's why papers out the window. Yeah. Because a lot of times it's not about who's better athlete, who's a who's a better skilled player, or who's got the better scheme. It's who's more mentally tough. And one of our assistants, one of my assistants, made the point of that's where she thought we lacked. You know, physically, energy-wise, even at points, play, playing harder, some of those things we did really, really well in. But our mental toughness definitely got got uh, hindered when they went on a run. And I think those are great players are mentally tough, no matter what the last play was, no matter how they played, no matter what their stat line reads. They're just mentally tough, and they compete and give you the same thing every single night. 
Again, Coach Hannah Iverson joining us uh, here from the women's basketball program on uh, Blue Devils Live. Oshkosh uh, on Saturday, and I know that was kind of the uh, that was the spot where the uh, uh, season ended last year. So there's got to be, a, I think, a little, I don't know if it's a revenge factor, but uh, a lot of these players are going to remember that, and there's going to be, I think, a little extra a little extra motivation going into this uh, Saturday regular season Wyatt game. Yeah, and you know, coming off loss, it's about, it's, there's a lot, there's a lot, a lot of things that can play into, you know, making Saturday a, a big deal, but at the end of the day, it's just another Wyatt game, too. Um, and it comes down to us producing or putting a product on the floor that we're proud of. And I think that's the message we're sending to our team is quit thinking about anybody else and worry about us for a minute. Yeah. Um, because this, this is a long Wyatt season, and nobody's going to roll over, and t- games are going to be tough, and dogfights every single night, and you got to be able to, uh, be really confident in the product you're going to put out and be able to stay consistent with it. Well, that's what we, of course, like to do in the media is look forward to things. Yes, sort of thing. yes. And uh, you talk about the WIAC, and you know, we, we talk about all the teams that are receiving votes in the polls and whatnot, but uh, I know in a couple of weeks you got you have some big uh, road games that we'll be covering as well at Whitewater mm-hmm. and, at, and at Lacrosse. Those are the two teams kind of at the top of the, right. the conference right now, and I, I don't know if you kind of started planning for them, but what you know about them, I mean, those are going to be some tough games, but some opportunities to really kind of, you know, get on the on the map, if you will, for your program. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think, like we talked about, why it's so exciting to be in a conference like this is you have we have countless opportunities to play national ranked teams in our conference play. A lot of teams, you know, we played Husson in Florida, and they win their conference, and so they fight really, really hard to to have opportunities in the non-conference to put them in a position if they don't win to get an at-large bid. Yeah. Where we we play these top teams you know night after night whether right. we want to or not right. quite frankly right. but um but no i think it's a really good opportunity for us to see that level of play and and to be able to, have to compete about to compete against it and show up you know two times a week a lot of times and um it, it it can help us and the hard thing is a lot of times when it gets to the ncaa tournament it's like there's a good chunk of the WIAC that should go if you're playing yeah. if you're saying the best oh, teams need to be in the yeah. ncaa tournament yeah. um and then that's why we we got to be able to close yeah. out games like you know, against Eau Claire and against anybody we're playing, we, every game is so vitally important because when it gets to the end and it's you're working for an at-large bid, every win counts. Well, and the best thing for your team and, and for the men's team right now, and I think, I, I forget who it was, maybe it was Liz Oswald who uh, came on and did our post-game interview after the Platteville game. She said, right now, you know, until classes start back, back up every player's majoring in baseball or in basketball right? <laughs> not baseball basketball uh for the next couple of weeks until right. classes start back up and that's kind of nice i would think nice for your coaching staff it is yeah. it is and it takes a little bit of i mean i think sometimes fans don't understand too what pressure gets put on kids by just the academic piece of it and and a lot of times especially at d3 these kids want to succeed and they're work they're working their butt off and they're not getting money for it like a lot of the d2 and d1 kids they're working their butt off on both ends of the spectrum athletically and academically um and and it's really hard it's taxing it's time consuming it takes a lot of commitment and that's the thing that i don't think student athletes get enough praise for because that's it's a lot mentally to to handle that and handle your your basketball work as well well, it's, uh, again, a good start to the season. I know it didn't go the way you wanted to last night, but still a, a solid start with that win against Platteville and now a chance to get a big road win against Oshkosh on Saturday. A game we're going to cover on our family of networks, not here on Newstock WMEQ, but again on uh, Classic Rock 92.1, rock921.com and iHeartRadio due to our uh, coverage of the Vikings in the playoffs. And uh, uh, our friend Bob Bradovich will be with you there, who uh, I'm, yes. sure, I'm sure interviewed you probably a time or two. He did. Uh, when you were uh, playing, uh, playing high school ball, didn't he? He sure did. Yeah. I actually ran into him 
now he's just out golfing. I ran into him on the golf course. Morning, huh? I know. We got to get that guy back to work. So I'm glad he's going to be here. Well, I'm trying to get him to work (laughs) as much as possible, for sure. Well, uh, again, uh, we'll uh, look forward to that game on uh, Saturday. Appreciate you taking the time, and uh, good luck. Thanks, we appreciate it. Hannah Iverson, women's uh, head basketball coach. We'll have Jim Lake and uh, men's basketball coming up right after this on Blue Devils Live. Whether you call Western Wisconsin home or you're just traveling through Western Wisconsin, you can count on Bob and Steve's BP Amico to keep you going. Quality fuel and fresh food at each and every store. Locally owned by people who care. Bob and Steve's BP Amicos are waiting to serve you and Western Wisconsin. Bob and Steve's BP Amico Shops. It's so friendly, and the teaching is great. It's my home away from home. Not only does my body feel amazing, my mind feels lighter. The welcoming atmosphere. It's like my calm amongst all the crazy. It's great. I feel welcome. <laughs> I feel great. The physical part, it's just a benefit. It makes me feel like home. The people. It's my happy place. Join today and change your life. 30 days for $39. TheYogaRoomEC.com. TheYogaRoomEC.com. We love the yoga Enjoy the Stout Ale House in Broadway Bowl. They offer a full menu with great daily specials featuring the Super Lunch Special. Buy one burger and get the second one half price. Nightly bowling specials. Family fun at the Stout Ale House, a proud sponsor of high school sports. We're back on Blue Devils Live. Have a question for one of the coaches? Send us an email at stoutbluedevilsradio at gmail.com or tweet at us at WMEQ. In on Blue Devils Live, we now uh, switch our attention over to men's basketball here. And again, a special thanks to the Stout Ale House and the Bob and Steve's BP Amico Shops for bringing the program to you here on News Talk WMEQ. Remember, you can listen back to our program on our podcast channel. Just download the iHeartRadio app, and you can search for UW Stout Blue Devils uh, to bring us that as well. All right, before I bring on uh, uh, Tyrese Alexander and Josh Miracle, let's, uh, let's recap just a little bit with some uh, highlights from last night's uh, big win uh, at Eau Claire. Behind the back dribble here from Court. Court Jay Corton, the freshman from Cambridge. High right side for McCray. 5 nothing still. Stout leads under 17 left to go here in the first half. Corton spin move up top on Rabideau. He goes all the way in with the right hand. Too strong. What a rebound for Alexander. Put back, yes, and the foul. Oh, baby. How about Alexander on the offensive glass? What a great job to... Dukoski at the right elbow. Koski looks for a cutter. He'll find him. It's Hill. Reverse layup. Yes! What a pass to get that one to Hill. Beautiful reverse. Syriax off for Marcus Hill. Marcus Hill over to McCray. A right wing three. Good! Catch and shoot for McCray. And then he stares down Cam Keepers. It's a 61-54 stout lead. Miracle on the right side to Syriax. He's going to pull up for three. It's good. Oh, baby. Look at him. Look at the reaction. Screaming on that shot. 68-63. Stout leads. All right. I'll say it now. The last time that Stout won here at Zorn Arena. They haven't won since January 25th, 2014. It was a blowout win, 89-67. Alex Oman had 26. Jimmy Whitehead had 21. These guys probably don't even know who those guys are. There's a lost ball and a dunk. Tyrese Alexander throws it down with 122 left to play. 74-72 Stout. Blue Golds to inbound. Wackoltz on the baseline. Who are they going to try to get it into here? New, or pardon me, a Geiger in defense. 
They'll get it out on the left side. No, nobody's open here. Blue Gold's jumping out. It's deflected. Out of bounds. The horn goes. Stout gets their first conference victory under Jim Lake. And the first win here at Zorn Arena since January 25th of 2014. How about that? Matt Newman comes up with a huge defensive play. Well, there you go. That was pretty fun, huh? Pretty fun win last night. Now I got you guys excited. Let's talk about it. I know, you know, I talked with uh, uh, John Syriax after the game last night, and I said, you know, it's all about the players and that kind of thing and, and the hard work paying off. But I know for you guys, too, I, I think getting Coach Lake his first conference win, that was a pretty, pretty cool moment, wasn't it? Yeah, it was well needed. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As well. Yeah, it, it, it was. And uh, uh, fun certainly to, uh, to to be a part of. Tyrese, I'll, I'll start with you. Uh, some great defense last night, but I want to talk about that dunk you had there uh, near the end of the game. Take us back through that play. It was a ball that kind of just just fell right yeah. right to your feet. Just uh, for, It must have been like a, just this beautiful, shining thing that just fell right into your lap. Huh? Yeah, it just fell right in front of me, and I just said, whoop, and then just dunked it. <laughs> you said, baby did dunk. you actually say whoop? Whoop as you went up? You no, no, I didn't say that. Just, just uh, caught it, put it back up there. I think the comment I made a little bit later on, I said that might have been the hardest dunk that anybody's had here at Zorn Arena in probably a long time. Yeah, I mean, you you uh, threw it down with some authority, and it, and it almost felt like you know it was it was an exclamation point. I don't know if it was frustration or what it was, mm. but there was some extra feeling on that dunk, wasn't there? Yeah, I just put a little bit more energy into it. I know we needed to get it more excited for the game. It's the last two minutes of the game, so I just want to get everybody hyped in the arena. Josh, I want to talk to you about your defense last night on Cole Rabideau. I know you kind of got the uh, the main stay on him, and, and especially, too, and I can still see the shiner you got there above <laughs> your nose from last night. That was a physical game. What was your mindset? What was your approach going into the game, especially defensively against Cole Rabideau? Yeah, so defensively, mainly just stay in front of him. Uh, and he's their best player. Uh, try not to give him too many easy buckets. Uh, make him earn every every bucket he gets. You know, I know you've been getting a lot of starts here lately as well, and, and uh, your game has come on. I, one of the things I like from you is that uh, you, can, you can put it on the deck, and we saw it from you guys and from the Blue Golds last night, a lot of guards who can get to the bucket really, really well. How, how have you developed that part of your game? Yeah, I think uh, this year I've been a little more aggressive offensively, a little more confident uh, getting to the rim and just my overall offensive game. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, it's been impressive, certainly. Uh, Tyrese, let's talk to you a little bit here. And I know you got named as one of the captains of this team coming yes. in from, from, from junior college, from uh, Oakland Community College, and uh, a Pontiac native. T take us through the, the process of you, you know, deciding to come to Stout, getting to practice, and getting kind of named as a captain. How has that kind of all gone here over the last, uh, well, I guess about six, seven months? Yeah, um, well, it just basically came out to um, connections. Um, me and Coach Webb had a... Um, he was recruiting me in through high school and was looking for a team to come to. He says he's there at Stout. I said, well, let's make it happen. And um, 
the coaches has been leaning on me a lot um, with the team. So uh, them including me to be a captain is actually an honor. I really yeah. appreciate it. It's uh, it's been fun to watch you coming from uh, Michigan as well. And I, I've told Coach Lake, and he knows I'm, my stomping grounds are in uh, Saginaw, Michigan. Uh, okay. So uh, uh, okay. so so we know that area well. But t- take t- tell us a little bit about playing at Oakland Community College. What kind of what kind of competition you saw there, and how you kind of developed your game before coming here to South. Um, Injury College at uh, OCC, Oakland Community College. Um, a lot of players play above the rim, a lot of toughness going on there. Um, just a lot of, a lot of underdogs just, to, just trying to make it to the next level, to a four-year school. And um, just coming from Pontiac, that's really just developed my game and my, my character that I got. I know it's been fun to watch you uh, kind of develop, as you said, uh, your game throughout. And uh, Josh, I know you come from from Nina and have come uh, come here to the program and uh, been sort of part of the transition, of course, into Coach Lake as well. Uh, and now here in the second season, seems like you guys are starting to be able to do a lot more things uh, than you could from year one. Now here into you, year two, what's been the biggest difference from you know first first year of Coach Lake now here to second year of Coach Lake? Right, I think we have. Uh more players buying in to what Coach Lake believes and our game plan each game. And that's a big help, um, just doing what he says, buying in, and uh, ends up helping out a lot for us. You know, one of the things, too, and I know that you know, when you come to a school, you know, developing kind of an idea of what the school's about, the rivalries, what the WIAC is like, and what the conference is like. Uh, Josh, you, know, you kind of haven't experienced it the last couple of years as well, you know, losing to, to Eau Claire, you know, in all those games, getting the win last night, I think, especially for you as well, and the guys who've been here for a while, had to feel pretty good, in addition to all the newcomers as well. But knowing that rivalry, that's got to be a pretty good feeling. Yeah, it d- definitely feels good. It uh, feels good to get back, back to work later this afternoon to get ready for Oshkosh. I see you going right back to work. We don't don't celebrate too much. That's uh, that's exactly kind of that that mindset. Was it a? I'm assuming it was a relatively fun bus ride home, right? Not a very long bus ride, but it was yeah, fun. Right? It, was, it was a short one. Short, but yep. all right. So celebrations, that's kind of thing, right? Right. Yeah, just enjoyed it while it was still in the moment. Does somebody? So you know, the buses I've been on are typically you know summertime baseball guys. So I never know what to expect. Mm-hmm. You, you, know, you never know what what's going to go on. But is it? Does somebody start blaring tunes after that on the way back? Do you all? What do you guys start playing games? Do you sing? I mean, what is the what is kind of the the idea there? Or is it you just kind of give each other uh, the business, if you will? I don't know. I don't know. It was, was kind of chill. I don't know. It's kind of chill. All right, fair enough. Uh, now you get uh, Oshkosh coming in this weekend here and uh, defending national champ. Just the defending national champion. You know, nothing, nothing, nothing uh, too exciting there, right? But a, a big win against Eau Claire. So now it's back to work, like you said. And now you get to come home for your first WIAC home game as well and to defend it against uh, uh, the defending national champion I would think that that make a pretty good week wouldn't it? tell yeah. us a little bit about what the what, what the the kind of idea is going into that game against Oshkosh at least from what you know so far uh, one game at a time you yep. gotta uh, they gotta put on their shoes just like we have to so we just gotta be ready to play yeah, I know uh, one of those things too I think that I've seen from this team as we've uh, kind of gone through the season is you guys aren't really afraid of anybody, right? I mean, you guys go no. in and say we can compete with anybody, and a lot, you know, I know the the record, you know, sits at what five and eight, but uh, I, I see those losses. I mean, there's been some close losses. Not like I mean, this, this record could look a lot different uh, if a couple bounces go your way, and I gotta imagine that's part of your mindset too going forward. Yeah, right. Yeah, we just need to play a full forty minutes. We can hang with anyone. We can beat anyone. Yeah, it's uh, again a, a good 
perspective there. Now, I know, um, uh, Josh, as we talk to you, tell us a little bit about uh, uh, your major and kind of what the plan. I know you're a junior, so still have some time to think about what that is. But what's kind of the, the, the goal right now academically and then with the career after, uh, after STEM? Yeah, so I'm majoring in mechanical engineering. Um, looking to get an internship for that this summer. Um, and then kind of go from there, see what, what aspects I like. Uh, whether the design or manufacturing of it, and then go from there in the future. All right, sounds good. Uh, uh, Tyrese, what's, uh, what's the plan so far for you? Uh, well, I major in environmental science. And, okay. Um, uh, I'm also looking for an internship this, this past summer. I mean, this, this summer coming up, and um, see what's going on from there. Maybe uh, work with the DNR back up yeah. in Michigan, maybe. Nice. And, um, but that's the plan. Hopefully, hopefully it works out. I, I love it. I, I actually have a, and I don't, I don't know. Is the DNR related to like mosquito control? Probably not. It, uh, a little bit. Maybe a different department. I got a, maybe I, the same I got a great story about my dad freaking out about me calling mosquito control for our, uh, for our uh, unused pool in the, in the, uh, in the uh, backyard when I was a kid in Michigan. But uh, a story for another time, anyway. <laughs> so uh, anyway, well, that's awesome, guys. Uh, um, uh, this team and, and uh, I know all your uh, teammates have come out here uh, tonight. Is what you got any, any messages for him here before uh, you know uh, uh, to get, get get something out of them get a get a laugh or two out of those guys over there? And no, I just appreciate my teammates and they they push me every day and we still got a lot of work to do and let's get it. Look at this guy, captain over <laughs> here, leader. He's always focused. I love yeah. it. I love it. All right, well, appreciate uh, you guys coming on the show. Gr a great win last night. And, uh, hey, it's just uh, sky's the limit at this point. Sky's uh, the limit. It's a, a beautiful thing for sure. Plenty of uh, WIAC conference games and uh, uh, plenty to be decided in the mm -hmm. conference, which is a good feeling as well. Appreciate you guys coming on, and uh, uh, good luck the rest of the way. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks, Thanks for you. having us. And Josh Miracle, Tyrese Alexander joining us here on Blue Devils Live. Let's give him a hand. We will be back with the head coach, Jim Lake, right after this on your home for Blue Devils basketball and sports. Message and data rates may apply. If you're considering going back to school, ask yourself the following questions. Do you need the flexibility to take classes on your schedule? Do you have college credits to transfer? Do you want to earn a quality degree from a world-renowned university? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Arizona State University is the perfect school for you. Arizona State University offers over 200 highly ranked degree programs 100% online. You'll learn the same degree as you would on campus from wherever you are on your schedule. Plus, ASU Online accepts most transfer credits. For information, text ASU to 35517. Learn for yourself why ASU is ranked number one for innovation by U.S. News and World Report. And learn to thrive with Arizona State University. For more information about ASU Online, text ASU to 35517. That's ASU to 35517. How easy is it to get a quote from Trendstone, your local granite and quartz experts for new countertops for your kitchen or bathroom? Super easy. Go to their website, trendstoneservices.com. Send them your measurements on their online form and boom, in just a couple of hours, you may have a quote. It's that easy. Or just swing into their new showroom on the corner of Highway 12 and Business 53 and have one of their experts help you pick out what you're looking for. See the local quartz and granite experts at Trendstone Services online at TrendstoneServices.com. Enjoy the Stout Ale House in Broadway Bowl. They offer a full menu with great daily specials featuring the Super Lunch Special. Buy one burger and get the second one half price. Nightly bowling specials. Family fun at the Stout Ale House, a proud sponsor of high school sports. 
We're back on Blue Devils Live. Listen back to this broadcast on our iHeartRadio UW Stout podcast channel. Just download the iHeartRadio app and search UW Stout. And we're back in on Blue Devils Live at the Stout Ale House. Again, a special thanks to the uh, Stout Ale House and Bob and C's BPM Echo Shops for uh, bringing you tonight's coverage. Make sure you come on out to the Stout Ale House, have lunch, have uh, dinner, have uh, happy hour specials, all that good stuff here uh, throughout uh, the season here at the Stout Ale House. And head coach Jim Lake of the men's basketball program joins us here. And uh, we got a chance to talk in the postgame of uh, last night's broadcast uh, after the men's, uh, men's win against uh, Eau Claire and that rivalry game and uh, you made the comment to me that uh, again who's not a rival in the WIAC certainly and I I can understand that but you getting the first win just down the road at Eau Claire uh, big for your program moving forward but uh, you guys just move right on to the to the next uh, next game which uh, is probably the right mindset to have right now isn't it yeah I mean you know it's the second game of the conference season so uh, you know I mean we've been we've been working like crazy to get ourselves to to a place where we could be in the hunt at the end of the game and so it's just just kind of validates the work that they've been doing you know and in the processes and the things that we've been doing to get ourselves in a spot where we could make plays and you know guys made plays last night uh we weren't timid we weren't scared of the moment uh and you know it was good it, we needed it i mean we certainly needed it i mean you know, I, last night the, the paper asked, you know, like, well, who are you happy for? Well, I'm happy for the guys. I'm happy for my staff, and I'm happy for me. Like, uh, you know. You're it, just happy in general. But, but winning is yeah. just a Band-Aid, right? It, it covers up the things. Like, the thing we talk about all the time is you win by, you win by one, you, you win by ten, you lose by two. You're still working. The, it's the process of getting better. You know, we're still working on rotations. We're still... You know, I mean, we're going to go watch some terrible closeouts, you know, like we've got some work to do there. We, and then we gotta, we got to try and get better and then also prepare for the next game, which is the beauty of the conference. You know, you mentioned to me, I think a few weeks ago, it was about halfway through the non-conference season about being able to kind of advance what you can do defensively against teams and whether that means, hey, we're going to shut down one guy, we're going to scheme to to make sure that so-and-so doesn't get their points. And I thought you guys did a pretty good job of that last night. Rabideau had some early points for the Blue Golds, but you shut them down nicely and guys like Josh Miracle and others, and especially I thought the interior defense overall really stepped up at big times. And and, and not only, you talk about making plays, it wasn't just offensive plays, it was those defensive plays. I think they really stood out last night. Yeah, and, you know, from the non-conference, you know, it's playing games like St. Norbert. It's, you know, it's it's playing, it's playing the team, you know, Saginaw Valley who had two seven-footers. It's it's playing, you know, Olaf where, where they have a big lineup across the board, right? Like these, you learn, you learn where you're at, what what you got to work on. You know, what do, what do we have to, you know, because a lot of, our issues right now are not it's not a talent it's not a body issue it's it's just between the ears it's like knowledge understanding uh and then connectiveness like you know like i know my teammate is going to do this now and then i need to do this and those things are improving those processes are getting better and you know, and, you know I, i've been beating a dead horse but st norbert's you know with at halftime, they're they're a great team. They're going to probably be in the NCAA tournament. Okay, like halftime, 
you know, we're right there. And we're scoreless for four minutes. And then we kind of mentally cracked maybe a little bit. Like, they'd been there before, we hadn't. So we have to go through that experience. You know, Platteville, you know, we're about midway through the second half, down two. And we just kind of, you know, didn't make a couple plays, got a little timid, right? Like, but we hadn't been there. Like, those experiences helped us last night. Well, I say it's not even the experience, like you say, of winning, but it's the experience, like you said, I think, of sort of trusting in your teammates, knowing where guys are going to be, knowing that there's going to be somebody there. Hey, I might want to, you know, take over the game here. I might want to make a drive, but it's not there. But I know somebody's going to be open. I know somebody is going to be open on the offensive side. And, and hey, if I let a guy by me, I know somebody's going to rotate around mm-hmm. and defend that guy. And, and you can see, especially, and, and wins help with that. But that trust is starting to really kind of really get strong, I think, for your guys, especially from a mental standpoint. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. And, I mean, it, and then on top of that, like, the ball is moving. Like, we're, we're pretty difficult to guard right now because the ball moves. And there is a trust that I don't – a lot of times a lot of times with teams that struggle, you know, you've got one guy and he's trying – he's taking on way too much. You know, he's trying to do too much. And – you know, every, every losing team has a leading scorer, you know, and we talk to the, our guys all the time, like, you know, every, every program in the country does the major things right. They all have practices. They're organized. They're all on the bus at the right time. They're all at the games, you know, like the difference between winning and losing is all the, it's the little stuff. It's the attention to detail. It's being mentally tough. Can you take the input that your coaches are giving you and apply it to the floor? Can you execute you know, and it's nothing's, it's never about perfection, but we're constantly working for perfection. And last night was not, there was far from perfect game, you know, and, you know, for both teams, it's just, you know, we, we need to make one more play. And, and we did, you know, in that huddle, we, you know, we're talking all, all the time about, you know, we're switching everything with, you know, the, the play of the game is the deflection. You know, it's make a play. Yep. You know, don't be timid in this moment. Like, don't hope for a win. Make a play. You know, Maddie made a play. Yep. And that's, that's growth. I mean, that's growth for us. And, and that's a, a great point as well. I mean, Matt Newman had not played a ton of time in that game, but he came in and made a great defensive play. And, and for you to be able to go as deep as you can on that bench and get a guy like Matt Newman to come out, step up, and, and, and play that great defense in the situation where you needed him speaks to, to the depth and the, the even more potential that this team has. Yeah, I mean, we, and we, we play guys. And I think more important, like we practice guys. Yeah. Uh, if you come to our practice, you don't, <clears throat> we got 20 guys on the roster. We, you don't watch 10 guys watching 10 guys practice. Like, we, we, everyone reps. Yeah. You know, everybody gets reps. Like, uh, everyone's plugged into the process. Like, you can't let your minutes dictate your value to the team. And I refuse to let anyone allow minutes to dictate that value. Like, uh, you got to be a star in your role, which is super cliche. Uh, but, you put that in practice by how you plan and how the staff, the care and concern that we have for the guys and, and their, the way they get better. You know, we want everybody to get better all the time. Like, that's the constant, that's the growth process. Like, and whatever that role is going to be for you, like, you got to be in it and you've got to own it. And then in the meantime, you, you're working to change your role. Every guy is all the time. Uh, Every time we tell them all the time, every time an individual improves, the team improves. So it's this constant balance between, you know, me trying to get better as an individual, but then contributing to the group. And then 
how do we function together? Because the, the people we compete with the most are right in the practice with us every day and in the preseason. Like, that's, what, that's why the bond is tight. But you have to compete with each other. And iron sharpens iron. And we're starting to get, you know, the practices have been really good for a while. And I've been waiting for some of this to move to the floor. And, and it's, you know, I think we're seeing a little bit of that. You know, I think in that vi- environment last night, too, and Jed and I commented on it, that felt, I mean, that was what, you know, first, second week in January game, but it felt almost like a March type of game. It had a little bit of that, that sort of postseason kind of feel to it. And I don't know if it was rivalry or just the, the moment itself. Did it feel, from a coaching perspective, a little bit more of a heightened kind of sense of energy and whatnot, specifically in that building and how close that game was going down, down the stretch? Um, I mean, it... It was definitely a, 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 a lit atmosphere yeah. for sure. Like, I mean, they had a nice crowd. I thought we had a great crowd over there too. You know, it was good to see some, you know, I, I think I spotted some gymnastics girls and some track athletes that are in early and, you know, and the, having the women there, you know, cheering us on. They were super loud behind us, yeah. you know. It's just, it's nice to feel the pull, you know, and it definitely felt like a, it felt like a good, a good, college basketball game i, I, I mean, was gonna say the level was great i thought no, the level of play was great last I, night i mean you can't beat you can't beat small college basketball you can't you know i think people people should go to these games like first of all you can afford it like a family of four can go for 20 bucks right yeah. and that's with popcorn and a hot dog right yep. and yeah. and you're not getting some you're not getting this watered down experience like you're getting you know, coaching staffs that put a lot of t- time and energy and care and concern into this. You've got athletes that are putting it all on the line. Like, if you can't enjoy that, then you just really don't like sport. Right. Right. Yeah. It was. It was a lot of fun, certainly uh, from that perspective. And it gets uh, even. I don't know if it's more fun necessarily. It just gets more, more uh, uh, focus and more hard work for you having to prepare, as we said last night in post game for the defending national championship champion on uh, Saturday. Hey, the, you know. Don't let, don't let me, don't let it kid you. This because seriousness doesn't mean that we're not having a good time. Yeah, right. You know, like, uh, yeah. I mean, this is fun. Yeah. Like, this is, uh, this is the best job in the world. Yeah. And, and these guys are blessed. We talk about it all the time. Like, they're rock stars. You know, like, I mean, you're at a school of 9,500. There's only, there's only 20 guys on the men's basketball team. You know, like, and, you know, it, you make the big time where you are, right, right here, right now. And, I mean, uh, you know, we don't grind here. We don't grind in the yeah. men's basketball program. There's no grind. Like, so this is the joy. This is, we're doing this for pure joy. Yep. Like, now, a lot of people confuse, you know, that doesn't mean you're happy all the time. That doesn't mean you, you don't got some misery involved. Like, you know, it's, but it's the experience. That's the yeah. value of it. Yeah, I, I say, I, it, it makes me think of it. A lot of people call it that, you know, especially young broadcasters when I'm in the Northwoods League in the summertime with the Express. Oh, yeah, well, how's the grind going? How's the grind? I go, I get to come to a ballpark every yeah. day. I get to broadcast. I mean, I get to sit it's high crazy. above and watch you guys, watch top-level college yeah. kids play ball. This isn't. How's this? How's this work, man? Yeah. This is so much fun. I mean, it's, like, it's you good know, stuff. like to me, like you know, I mean, ten years ago, yeah, you know, I was in a social studies classroom, hoping the kid in the back would get an 18 on his ACT, yeah. you know, and he could care less about the ACT. Like right. that, that was that was different. I'm, I've got a bunch. I got 20 guys who are plugged in that want, you know, that want what I want, and they, mm-hmm. and they're into working with me every day. 
Uh, I got a staff of guys that appreciate being here, and and uh, we're growing, you know, as a staff, and we're growing with this team. And I mean, it's it's a joy to come to work every day, and a lot of it has to do with these guys and and the attitude that they're putting forth and the work ethic that they're starting to build. And it, and we t- we're right now we're drill by drill, we're moment by moment. You know, we're we're talking about the first five minutes and. You know, let's move on to the next. I mean, we, we're really trying to chunk this thing up small and not look at it too big. I, I won't ask you to break down Oshkosh necessarily here for, for that game, but just sort of in general for the WIAC. And you kind of mentioned it, I think, in the post game last night just a bit that that win last night, and I think some of the uh, John mentioned it as well. Syriax said, hey, you know, other teams in the WIAC, they, they're going to look at that and say, hey, Stout can play, Stout can do some things, and, and, and that your team is going to be a hard team to defend. Is that sort of a, a, a message to the guys to say, hey, everybody's going to look at us and say, we're not going to be easy to defend at all. And now, especially in this WIAC, there's just no, there's no, no easy out for anybody, for you or for anybody else. Yeah, no. I... Yes. Yes. I mean, that's. I guess there wasn't a great like, question there. Was I mean, there? that's what. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you want to, whatever you want to call it, like, uh, you know, we are, we are going to be ready to play. Yeah. And, you know, we we are, we have a game plan, we have a systems in place, and we, we're eager to throw our systems out and throw throw our matchups out there and 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 see where we're at. Yeah. And. And as, as these guys get more confident and grow, you know, and we have more successes, I think, I think really the, we'll just handle our failures better too. You know, like we're still going to fail lots and we're going to make mistakes like crazy, but our mentality on them, moving from those, making corrections, limiting those things. Like, you know, last year, how many times did we make the same mistake for a whole game and couldn't quite, you know, couldn't quite figure it out, you know, like... You know, you got to be able to make those adjustments. You got to be able to do that stuff, and and that's what experience and time and and uh, connectiveness does. So, I mean, y- y- there are, I mean, everyone talks about it. The coaches in the league talk about it all the time. And, uh, and you know, everybody kind of thinks their league's the best. If you talk to any coach, sure. they're always like, yeah. Oh, yeah, the conference. It's the." But I mean. The conference speaks for itself. It's yeah. over 100 years old. Yeah. It's this is not the NFC East this by is, any yeah. means. This right? is like, yeah. I mean, these these teams have a lot of history, like a lot yeah. of history, you know. And it's not there's not a lot of movement in this conference, and it, it, it move, you know, it's just like these are standards. Yeah. And then it's fun to be in. It's fun to be the new kid on the block in that for sure. Well, hopefully a uh, fun one on Saturday as well. That's the next time the men's team is in action. Three o'clock at Johnson Fieldhouse. Again, taking on the defending national champs in uh, Oshkosh. And then our next broadcast of men's basketball will be coming up on Wednesday, 645 pregame. It'll be a stout at River Falls from Page Arena. And another uh, chance. It's kind of a little bit front-loaded with some road games here. That'll be nice for some some home games coming up here, here later on in the conference season. And uh, again, it's just no easy out. It's going to be tough the whole way, and it'll be fun. Yeah, you know, they, I mean, wherever we got to play, an alley, like uh, yeah. outdoor court, whatever, <laughs> you know, like uh, it'd be nice to get back in Johnson and yeah. be back home. Uh, but, you know, wherever we got to be, we'll be there.
Love to see you out on Saturday for sure. A special thanks to uh, head coach Jim Lake of the men's basketball program. Special thanks to Stout Alehouse uh, and to Bob and C's BP Amico Shops for sponsoring uh, today's show uh, here on News Talk WMEQ. And again, on the iHeartRadio app, just download it and search for UW Stout Blue Devils. You can replay this uh, broadcast of Blue Devils Live. Our next show will be coming up on the 13th of February. And again, we'll be uh, likely recording that again at noon here at Stout Alehouse and airing it uh, later on in the evening. Appreciate coach thanks so much thanks go blue devils thanks for everybody to come out today it has been blue devils live on news talk wmeq with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.